name is Sherry Wilson, and I'm here to fill your ears with the best business content I can give you while you work out, commute, clean your house. Anything to help you work your biz like a boss. Hi, welcome to this week's training. I am Sherry Wilson, an educator, strategist, and introverted entrepreneur, and I empower other entrepreneurs introverted entrepreneurs, the art of persuasion and influence. And today I want to have some fun with one of my bonus modules of my online course on lie detection. Now most of us can spot lying 50% of the time without training, but with training we can spot it 90% of the time. So whether it's your kids, your clients, your spouse, your friends, or anyone else, spotting deception can come in pretty handy. But I want to let you know that spotting deception doesn't necessarily mean lying in the way that we think of lying. It can mean that someone is holding back because they don't want to hurt you or maybe they don't want to make you angry or whatever other negative consequence they have in their mind. So use this training to ask more questions to uncover anything hidden that you feel could bring harm to your business or and professional relationships but don't assume the person's being a liar for lying sake so go at it from that perspective of going deeper and that will help you uh, not accuse people uh, especially you know if you're incorrect and then that could really harm a relationship so I just want to give you that uh, baseline model or focus Okay, so the first step to lie detection is observing what's called baseline behavior. So this is the posture, gesturing, facial expressions, voice volume and tone that you can observe in a non-threatening and non-stressful conversation. Body language makes up 92% of your communication words are the other eight so people will believe body language over words well if you have someone in this non-threatening environment you can see what's normal so that if there is something that you suspect there might be some deception you can then spot the changes in their behavior so you want to ask yourself some questions like how does he hold his body his posture uh, is he relaxed does he fidget are her gestures stiff or relaxed a lot or a little is there a lot of expression in the face and a lot of expressive gestures or is the person more subdued? Now once you have that baseline you can then look for red flags after you shift the conversation to the issue at hand where the potential deception could occur. Now if you know this person very well you probably already know their baseline behavior but it really wouldn't harm you uh, and it'd be a really good idea to go ahead and look at that anyway because again even if you know a person uh, I think sometimes we don't uh, notice those cues of when there might be potential deception so go ahead even if you know this person uh, really well look for the baseline behavior now the red flags are any changes in baseline behavior but also there's several I guess you would say patterns or regularities that research has revealed in people that are being deceptive. So the first one is a lack of congruence between words and body language. In other words, the words don't match the micro expressions or the gestures or the head movements or whatever. So if you have an, a nodding no but you're saying yes and vice versa that is it that is a sign now some people do this and they're not lying 
uh, they just it's like on the inside they're just thinking of something that makes them use a, a you know a, a head gesture that's not going with their words so just this cue alone is not a sign actually none of these red flags alone are signs but the point I want to make for you is when you're in business you do want to be conscious of your body language and your gestures and your facial expressions and your head nods and all of that that they are in agreement with what you're saying and uh, I think you know one of the things that I have seen like at networking events is where you've got a person that you're talking to and they're supposed to be paying attention to you and they, they're acting like they're interested in giving you head nods but they're continually looking over your head at something else well that's a huge cue that they would rather be somewhere else even though they might be trying to tell you or have other gestures that are you know like oh yeah I'm listening I'm listening so uh, just you know be cautious and make sure that you're not giving mixed signals the second thing is out of sync emotions with words. Uh, four self or three self-soothing gestures if it's not normal. So um, rubbing that or playing with their necklace, popping their knuckles, uh, messing with their hair, uh, licking their lips quite a bit can be a sign. Anything that's self-gesturing. And at the end, I recommend a couple of things that you can do or a couple of videos actually that you can watch and then try to spot deception and one of the videos is the um, cross-examination of Ted Bundy the infamous serial killer and one of his self self-soothing gestures was he would rub the side of his head where his hair is whenever he'd get nervous so that's a very good example of that uh, pursed lips these uh, the pursed lips is a sign of holding something back and I have seen this when like people are angry and they're trying to hold back what they really want to say so again it's not necessarily a sign of lying but just so you know that can definitely be uh, a red flag the disbelief expression with the sadness expression following now these two are micro expressions and so that means they are flashed unconsciously and they are um, um, noticed or observed unconsciously in other words your brain spots them but you may not necessarily know what's bothering you or anything like that so when a person lies their body like rebels like it it comes through your subconscious into your facial expressions and your body language and, and there's nothing you can do to stop it unless you're a psychopath psychopaths can and so uh anyway so the body will respond by a disbelief on the person that's being deceptive on their face like the body is saying I can't believe you just did that and then it'll be followed by sadness because lying makes your body and your soul sad so I, I mean I, that to me is just amazing we're not made to lie we're not made to be liars and uh, so our body rebels against that the uh, phrases swear to God or to tell you the truth are also indications I used to say to tell you the truth a lot or to be honest I uh, now catch myself because even though I wasn't lying when I would say that uh, I still realize that that would actually bring uh, people's attention to the fact that I might not be telling the truth and that's not the intention I wanted so uh, I don't say that as much or I don't ever do it consciously I will say that sometimes it's still a habit and it happens loss of volume uh, when talking and 
vocal tone wavering is a big sign. In fact, the voice begins to waver 95% of the time when someone's lying, unless they've learned how not to do that. And um, uh, now this one is incredible. Touching the nose or scratching the nose is a huge sign because when a person lies, the sinus tissues in the nose swell because of the increased blood flow and they can itch. And uh, so now if the person, you know, has already been touching their nose because they have a cold or allergies or something, obviously this would not be a red flag. But that is one of the biggest signs that there's deception. An increased error rate when a person's talking, so uh, mispronunciation of words, stuttering and stammering if that's not normal. And then you'll also notice, um, or, uh, which those can also be signs, uh, or even pausing slightly because lying is literally making up a story on the fly and the brain is having to think it up and so it's hard for the brain to think up the story while you're talking and that's why a lot of times you have an increased error rate and you use some of those um, errs and ahs. Correcting sentences with I mean or unfinished sentences, uh, omissions, other variations for normal conversation and coughs. So if a person just coughs, you know, suddenly while they're fabricating, um, that's a good sign. And I'm not sure why the body does that. I think it's really interesting, but that is one of the signs. Leakage is another big sign of deception, like the nose touching. Leakage is a subconscious lower body movement, like fidgeting, and it's hard to control except by expert liars. And again, your body's just responding to the fact that you're being deceptive. Now, this one, the broken eye contact, a lot of people think that's a sign of lying, but in most cases, it's actually not because good liars or people that are really trying to convince you have learned to keep eye contact, in fact, too much eye contact to convince you, and that can be a sign of deception. So, um, in fact, I was uh, at a location the other day, and this couple came in, um, and this this alerted me to them lying right off the bat. They uh, had a particular issue that they wanted me to look at, and they were uh, so detailed, almost like they were trying to validate why they were asking me the question they were asking me and showing me the item they were showing me. They were so detailed in it, that was my first indicator that they're trying to convince me. Because if you have an issue and you're not trying to convince me, all you have to do is tell me what's going on and I'm good. And uh, so at first I thought, well, this might be, you know, that they're a talker. You know, sometimes people that are wordy can go on and on and on and on. And so that didn't get my attention, but I know to start looking for other things. And so the other thing I noticed is the lady herself was giving me way too much eye contact and uh, you know kept going on and on and on and then eye contact and then what was really interesting is it was like her expression was you believe me right um, it was I've never seen that I'm sure that's done but I had never seen it to that degree and I'm serious for 20 minutes uh, this lady and her husband were trying to convince me that what they were telling me was the truth well just the details and, and their behavior alerted me to the fact that it was probably not. And there's no way for me to know for sure, but what it did is it definitely alerted me to potential deception. 
Us entrepreneurs wear many hats, but there are some hats that we don't want to wear and we don't want to know how to wear. And that's where Fiverr comes in. Fiverr puts the whole world of freelance talent at your fingertips for all kinds of things that we need done, like logo design, writing and translation, digital marketing, video and animation, music and audio, programming and tech, web design, and more. They even have lifestyle freelancers to help you with personal style relationship coaching, health and fitness, and so much more. I recently used them to type the transcript of a video for me and was amazed at how fast and professional my freelancer was. You'll find high quality services at every price point. There's no hourly rates, just project-based pricing, and your payments are protected. Go to sherrylovesfiverr.com and get started. That's Sherry with an I and Fiverr with two R's. And uh, I will keep an eye on them. Okay, so uh, two more. One common gesture used uh, when people lie is a hand shrug. So it's a single hand and shoulder shrug, like they're indicating helplessness. That's a big one. It's almost like I can't help it. I'm just lying to your face right now. (laughs) Well, probably not that. But uh, again, the body feels helpless. And so it's coming out in their body language. And then touching the eyes, licking the lips, drawing the fingers, and then gripping the armrest can be signs. So once you recognize red flags, which I recommend, you know, either writing these down or going over them again and again, uh, then you want to look for clusters. And this is the final aspect of lie detection that I want to talk about today. So one red flag is not enough. Uh, you know, if the person you're speaking to scratches their noses, that is not a sign they're lying. But if it is accompanied by, let's say, a lower body language or, and here's a big one that I forgot to include, where maybe when you, you were first talking, they were closer to you in proximity, but once they started lying, they backed away. So if you got the uh, nose touching, they backed away, and now they have an increased error rate in their speech, that is a huge indication that they're lying through their teeth. Okay, so you can definitely see those three uh, red flags. That's a cluster, and that's an indication to definitely uh, ask more questions. And finally, I want to give you two techniques that people use when they're lying. One's called the well technique, and the other is the land of is technique. So the well technique is if you ask someone a direct yes or no question, and they begin their answer with, well there's a high probability they're not telling the truth or they're giving you an answer that you may not expect. So this only works with yes or no questions. If you use open-ended questions and someone says, well, you know, they can actually be kind of thinking about their answer or how best to phrase it or if your question even applies to uh, their answer. But a direct, did you complete this project? Well, then that tells me that they're either going to give me uh, the story in the best light for themselves or they may withhold some information. And then the land of is, this is the land between truth and deception. So it's where you've got half-truths, excuses, and suppositions, and then people use semantics to avoid the truth. So the answers will be deflections instead of a yes or no. So if you see this, ask a simple yes or no question, and if they can't answer it, then more than likely uh, they're lying to you. So this is plenty for you to get started and start practicing. I highly recommend these two videos of people that we now know for a fact we're lying. Uh, One is 
and like I said earlier, Ted Bundy's Florida trial is when he was first questioned, uh, or I want you to notice that when he was first questioned by his lawyer, he was more comfortable, but you'll still see some cues, some clusters. And then when he was cross-examined by the prosecutor, you can see that the self-soothing gestures and the tightening of body language, and you know, there's just so much was, that was going on licking the lips, um, all of that increased to where it was very, very evident that he was lying. But, the, this, and this is what surprised me, the next one I want you to watch is Bill Clinton's um, video when he said he did not have sexual relations with that woman. Okay, if you slow it down, you can see the surprise and then the sadness uh, facial expressions. But what amazed me is I actually picked these two people when I was doing my research and getting my course ready. I picked these two people because I had the question, does a politician lie better than a serial killer? And I guess I wasn't that surprised, but the answer is yes. Politicians, if they're good, they're able to lie way, way better. It was very hard to tell um, if he was lying. But if you watch uh, the deposition of Bill Clinton and, and they asked him a question of like, um, did you have sexual relations with her? And he's like, well, what are sexual relations? If you're referring to this and it could be that and I don't consider, you know. So he went into the land of is very easily and you know so if you want to go further in that get that deposition and uh, you can see some of the techniques and the signs and stuff but sometimes you definitely have to go uh, or slow down the video so you can see the facial expressions because they only last micro expressions only last I believe it's one sixth of a second now one of the things that's really fun to do is a lie detection party where you can get in groups of uh, three you play the game two truths and a lie and so one of you uh, will you know obviously tell the stories with two truths and the lie uh, the other you know, you'll be telling the stories too and then a third person can be the observer and write down any possible red flags and clusters or anything that indicates that you might be um, you know not telling the truth now what's interesting is you'll probably see other indicators that are specific to individuals that are indicators that they're lying and uh, that are not common patterns so the red flags I shared with you isn't you know the only things to notice a lot of people have their own red flags based on their own individualness and uh, that's it so if you know anybody that wants to be able to spot lies or uh, maybe they're in a situation where they need to know if a person's telling the truth so they can kind of figure out what direction to take or questions to ask, pass this on. I mean, it'll seriously give you an edge in business dealings and negotiations because most people lie in three specific areas in negotiations and you'll be able to, uh, you know, take it or spot it. And for those of you that are very trusting people, this would be really good for you to definitely memorize the red flags and go deeper because I find that people that are naturally trusting have a rough rough time in fact if you look back at the victims of Ted Bundy um, the ones that were more skeptical they were a little bit more street smart and just something didn't set right with them they're alive and uh, so it was those that were extremely helpful just sweet sweet people that he would lure and he did not look like a killer, which most don't. 
uh, serial killers and um, he lured them in based on their goodness. And here's a, a side note. I've mentioned this before, but um, a lot of serial killers, they did a, some research on them and they asked what caused you to pick your victims. And uh, the majority of them said it was the way they walked. And uh, introverts especially have a restricted movement pattern when they're walking, like closed body language. They're not as uh, expressive with their gestures and their uh, gait and all of that stuff. And so if you uh, walk shy and secure, uh, like you don't know where you are, uh, all of those things, you're actually more of a prey to predators than if you walk in like you know exactly what you're doing and you've got a very confident and, um, you know, uh, expansive uh, walk and gestures and all of that stuff. Of course, you don't want to walk in, you know, like Hulk Hogan or anything, but you know, uh, you're confident. And my dad actually taught me that. Uh, I used to go on the road with him, truck driving, and he would tell me, uh, he calls me Littlin. He'd say, Littlin, make sure that when you walk into place, you act like you know where you're going, you act like you belong there. And he would tell me where most of the restrooms were in a, you know, a truck stop, so I'd know to go to the right. Um, I mean, he just really helped me a lot with that and gave me so many good tips just for self-awareness and to protect myself. In fact, um, he actually saved me from being uh, kidnapped in Alabama, and, uh, and it was because of the things that he taught me. And so uh, this stuff, you know, it's, it's not just fun. It's not just for business. I mean, it can literally be something that can protect you from predators, whether they're predators that want to do bad things to you or whether they're predators that want to take advantage of you and your business. So if you are a trusting person, which I am not, so I'm always skeptical, but if you are, um, this it would be really good for you to go in deeper. All right, so that's it. Uh, you can join our private Facebook uh, training. I do th these trainings live uh, almost every week. Sometimes it depends if I'm, you know, super busy, but uh, at uh, Genius Communication. And um, just search for that on Facebook. And then, of course, I've got more posts at SherryAnnWilson.com. Uh, Sherry with an I and with an E. But until next week, be your authentic self and practice, practice, practice these techniques. You have a ton of stuff to do as a business owner, and sometimes it can be hard to know where to focus, to know how to take your business to the next level. I've developed an assessment that will help you do just that, the You Are Here Success Map. This simple, quick assessment reveals any hidden areas of danger so you don't end up a statistic. It's based on nine parts the successful businesses possess, and it will reveal your current condition as a starting point to help you map out a plan to strengthen your chances of success. And don't think success necessarily equals success. Sometimes an overnight has sunk a business. Anyone hear of Kate Middleton in her dress? So take this assessment and map out your plan. Go to SherryAnnWilson.com forward slash discover dash hidden dash week dash biz dash areas and yes i realize how ridiculous that url is and i will be fixing that soon i hope today's podcast gave you some actionable wisdom that you can do immediately for your business I've got a lot more free training on my website at SherryAnnWilson.com. Sherry with an I and with an E. But before you go, please leave a kind review of this podcast. It's like giving me a hug in podcast world.
Work Your Biz Like a Boss is a Mr. Joseph production. What do you think, Joseph?